What's going on, y'all? Michael Lee here, back with his life podcast time. <clears throat> I know it's been a minute since we put one out. We have been busy, busy, busy during hunting season all over the place. Uh, we got a lot to catch up on. I know it's been a while. Like I said, uh, I think our last podcast was like early season ideas and stuff such as that. And here we are, late season now, I'd say, December the 5th, and... There's been a ton going on. So, I don't know where we left off. I apologize for that. But, give you a quick season rundown. And then we'll get into some meat and potatoes of topics that uh, I want to give some opinions about. Um, But right now, uh, I'm by myself today. Kevin is actually probably hitting the road today or tomorrow uh, on his way to Illinois to Buck Chasers Lodge for... Muzzleloader season is a three-day season. It's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Hopefully, he can tag him a big one up there. I know they've been seeing a lot of good bucks lately up here. It's been cold up north, some snow on the ground here and there, and it's just set off some of this late-season stuff. So I was going to join Kevin on this hunt, but I unfortunately had some stuff come up here at home that I've got to take care of, so I won't be making it this year, hopefully next year. Um, but either way, hope Kevin kills a big one, gets a good show for us, so we can keep you guys entertained next year on Backwoods Life in 2019. By golly, that's just a mouthful what I just said. But <clears throat> anyway, um, quick season rundown. We started off going to Texas with Rolla Outfitters, our buddies Mike and TJ out there. We had a great time. Kevin killed a real nice eight point. Um, I unfortunately did not get to fill the tag. Saw a lot of deer, just the shooter bucks were not cooperating for me. Uh, typical early season stuff, you kind of got to get lucky a little bit. Um, saw a lot of deer. We stalked some mule deer. Uh, saw some good mule deer bucks. Just didn't quite work out for a shot. Had one at about 45 yards. Or actually, I had three bucks at 45 yards the first morning, but I just didn't have a clear shot before they figured out they didn't want to hang around and visit with us anymore, and they bounced off. But, um, I know them guys have had a good season since we left, killed a lot of good deer. If y'all want a great place to go in Texas, y'all check out Rolla Outfitters. Uh, Mike and TJ, like I said, are great guys, good friends, good people, so look them up. Um, next on the list, uh, I went to Ohio. I was fortunate enough to kill a nice buck there uh, with my elite bow, my elite ritual. And um, he came in, actually it was a little bit pre-rut there. He was posturing up against uh, uh, with a smaller buck standing in there, pushing some does around. He went over to push a doe and gave me a, about a 35-yard quarter-and-away shot, put one right behind the ribs. He didn't go far, about 20, 30 yards. He piled up. I got the monkey off my back, so to speak, and ironically, the same day, Kevin was hunting in Arizona with Curry Outfitters, and... Um, he tagged a real nice mule deer buck with his McCord rifle at about 200, 250 yards, something like that. Great shot. Shot him. He went about five yards and piled up. So uh, we killed deer on the same day then. The next trip we were on, we went to Wisconsin. 
hunting with our buddy Jared Washburn up there and uh, got some great dirt. We saw a lot of bucks. Man, it was cold, cold, cold for us southern guys. Like the highs in the teens, low one day was six. Hunting up there had about two or three inches of snow. It was just brutal cold. Uh, I was able to get a shot at one with my camera. It's crossbow. Shot him. Uh, hit him a little far back. Got really lucky. Uh, my fault. Bonehead move. I own it. You know, I made a mistake. He was pushing a doe. I got caught up. Really big buck. And I had a brain fart. I shot. I hit him back. And we backed out. Went back and looked for him again. Found a few drops of blood got really lucky found a few more drops of blood a long ways from from the last spot he was in this wood block i was able to get around in front and um luckily got another shot at him i mean that doesn't happen very often at all that's really a miracle that um i was able to tag this deer and um he's a stud too i was extremely proud of him uh, first deer i've ever shot with a crossbow uh, one of my biggest bucks ever so um, I, I'm really proud of that. I'm glad it worked out the way it did. It could have very easily went the other way, and I'd never seen that deer again or, or were able to recover him. He'd have been basically there for the coyotes and bears and buzzards and eagles and whatever else up in Wisconsin that eats deer that aren't recovered. So uh, blessed for that. Got lucky. And ironically, Kevin shot one the same day. That afternoon, he killed a really nice buck. And uh, so two trips – we both, well, I say two trips, two, one first time, two different trips. We both killed a buck on the same day. And then this one, we killed a buck on the same day. So I, I don't know. That's crazy odds. It doesn't happen very often. And then uh, <laughs> I was able to come back here to Georgia. <clears throat> Actually, Kevin went to Missouri from Wisconsin, hunting with Spikes and Spurs up there with Travis Fleer and guys up in the camp there. And uh, he shot a buck there at 10 point, uh, got him on video. And then came home, and uh, while he was coming home, I was hunting here on our home place in Georgia, and I shot a nice eight-point the Saturday after Thanksgiving. So that's been a very brief and quick rundown of the season. Um, but we've got a few deer on the ground. So like I said, Kevin's headed to Illinois this week. Hopefully he can get lucky. I'm going to head over to Alabama hopefully next week, later in the week, and see what we can get into over there. Um Maybe we can get lucky and punch an old Alabama tag. I'm going to try to squeeze in a couple more hunts, Alabama and Georgia, before season is uh, totally over and maybe knock out a couple more episodes for us. Then we gear up for turkey season. We've got ATA, SHOT Show, NWTF Show, all that. Then we get to start turkey hunting. So that's the season rundown for us. We've, we've had a great time. You know, a little quick sponsor rundown that's helped us be successful this fall. Uh, Hawk Optics, Antler King, Walls Pro Series, Clothing, McCorder Rifles, Lethal Products, Branson Tractors, Quality Archer Designs, Realtree, Winner's Choice Bowstrings, Lynch Mob Calls, Camax Crossbow, Covert Scouting Cameras, Can Cooker, Slick Trick Broadheads, Custom Bow Equipment, Elite Archery Bows, Hunter Safety System, you got to stay safe, Redneck Blinds, Dual Game Calls, Knockout Lighted Knocks, Tree Stand Buddy, great product to Put your uh, lock-ons up and down very quick. Scott Archery, that's the kind of releases we shoot. Our buddies at Shiver Cart, it gets us around through the woods. Thank you for them. And True Lock Choke Tubes. So anyway, shameless plugs for all those guys. Great companies. And one thing I want to talk about today for just a few minutes uh, is 
kind of what's going on in the industry. Um, everybody's been out hunting really hard. There's been some giant bucks killed. I mean, Kansas has been on fire. Uh, Iowa, our buddies at Small Town Hunting, they just tied a couple deer there. But uh, one of our buddies, Chris Ashley from Small Town Hunting, he killed a 214-inch, I think, deer last week in Kansas during gun season. Um, golly, I've seen so many deer that have come out of Kansas. Just really good season out there, uh, which is one of those states that everybody's heard of Kansas by now. But it's one of those where... One year you just don't hear so much, and then the next year it's like, wow. And I think that just shows getting age on those bucks and getting that structure in place allows you to really kill big deer when you have a bad year. The next year is usually really strong. Like here in Georgia, it's been a, a pretty good year. I mean, I've seen a ton of deer and I've seen a lot of big deer that have been killed, but last year was a little bit tougher. Um, this year has been really wet, like we've gotten hammered by rain. But we've had all these storms and hurricanes, and I really think – that uh, it's made a lot more cover in the woods. It's allowed habitat to increase for deer to honestly hide, get another year on age structure, and we're reaping the benefits as hunters. So that's awesome. Something you don't really think about when a disaster strikes that, yeah, it sucks to lose timberland like we have, but in the big scheme of things, it really helps cover and vegetation regrowth for deer. It just makes habitat for all of our animals a lot better. So, um, yeah, that's a little rundown of rambling thoughts on Michael's part. But uh, one thing I want to talk about today, since I, I did shoot my first buck with a crossbow up in Wisconsin this year, I want to talk about crossbows a little bit. And I, what I fell into was the gun hunt mentality with a crossbow. Uh, when this buck walked out, I pick up my crossbow. And yeah, I mean, I've practiced, I've shot, I've got it sighted in, everything. and But my mind went to... I'm shooting a gun mentality because I'm sitting there and got my hawk scope on there. I mean, it's this thing's deadly. I shoot a deer 40 yards, no problem, uh, at, you know, at a whitetail. And, and even farther, if you're comfortable with that, I'm just not because of the reaction of the deer to arrows. But uh, And some people say bolts, but either way. Um, I shot this deer, and I'm, I'm sitting here looking through this crosshairs, and he's walking, and I've got it on his front shoulder, and I'm like, okay. And, and somehow my brain got wired that I'm, I feel like I'm shooting a rifle, which was a bad mistake on my part. And it's just for me not hunting with this weapon more uh, and being really used to what to do in a shooting deer or, or any animal environment with it. Uh, shooting a target and shooting an animal is two different things. Everybody listening to this knows what I'm talking about. So this deer walks in, and he's like 20, 25 yards no problem, crosshairs right on the front of the shoulder. I'm trying to lead him a little bit because he is walking, and I squeeze the trigger, and he takes a step, and, and it hits back, and it's all on me. I should have tried. I, I didn't even think. I mean, total brain fart. Stop the deer. Make him you know, be still. Pick a spot and shoot. He was quartering to me some, so that didn't help any. Um, and that's one thing I've, I've learned kind of the hard way this season. I shot another buck in Texas that I didn't find. Um and he was quartering to me a little bit, and, and I'm not going to say the shot didn't do its job. I mean, in normal circumstance, we would have recovered this deer easily, I think. But he jumped the fence onto the neighbor's property we did not have permission to go on, and we just couldn't go further than what we did. And that's just part of it, unfortunately. Um, I lost the deer, and that, and that's that. I mean, that's just... I mean, the reality of bow hunting at times, and not to mention marginal shots in Texas are very tough because of the terrain. 
the the dry climate, the the sandier soil they have out there soaks up blood when it falls out of a deer so fast. Uh, it's really hard to follow a blood trail, and that's what we ran into. I, and that's my mistake. I learned stuff the hard way. But my point with that is that quartering two shot with a bow is something that is very hard to execute on. Most of the time, it's not going to go in your favor. So instead of wounding that animal, wait until the quartering away shot or even the broadside shot and, and do your best. I mean, nobody tries to mess up. We all think we can make this shot when we try it. Um, and sometimes it just doesn't work out. So, uh, But back to the crossbow topic. You know, I think a lot of times when people hunt with crossbows, we have more of a mentality of this is this is not a bow it's it's more it feels like a rifle it's got a scope you know for most part like a rifle but it doesn't shoot like a rifle i mean that's just simple as fact um and also people think that if you're hunting with a crossbow you know you're, you're lazy you can't hunt with a bow because you, you're just being lazy you're picking up a crossbow because it's easier to hunt with you don't have to draw back with a deer in front of you and, and there's some validity to that but i'm not saying people are being lazy um, I think it's something pretty cool. It's something different. Uh, and like I said, we shoot the Camex uh, A4 crossbows, and they're super fast. They're very quiet, um, and, and they're accurate. I mean, they're, they're crazy accurate at how good these things shoot. Uh, so, yeah, it does take a lot of the guesswork, if you will, out of bow hunting, but it's another form of bow hunting. Now, whether you're for it or against it, I mean, that's your opinion. This is America. We're some supposedly allowed to have opposing opinions. Um, if you look at politics, it doesn't go that way. But my point being is, uh, instead of tearing apart like we're so guilty of in this industry or in this outdoor world, like, oh, you hunt with a bow, you hunt with a gun, you hunt with a climber, you hunt with a ladder stand, you hunt with a food plot, you don't hunt with a food plot, you hunt with bait, you don't, wherever it's legal – I mean, that, that's the division. It's been around forever. It's going to be around forever. The elitist attitude, the do it my way or the highway is, is something that's just terrible. I mean, we've got enough going against us with anti-hunters and gun control and stuff like that going on. Why do we want to, you know, piss in each other's Wheaties just because you want to hunt with a crossbow and I don't or I want to hunt with a crossbow and you don't? You think I'm lazy? Well, I mean, if you bow hunt and you rifle hunt, there's a lot of guys think that hunting a rifle is lazy. I love rifle hunting. I love bow hunting. I love hunting in general. I love shooting animals. I love putting them in my freezer. I love taking them out and putting them on the grill, putting them on the smoker, put them in the frying pan, whatever you do. That's the whole point of hunting is not the weapon. It's the result. It's going out. It's having fun, enjoying what God gave us in the outdoors, and reaping the benefits of providing food for your family. And if you get a cool buck for the wall, that's even better, you know. But anyway, my whole point was crossbow hunting, I learned my, my from firsthand experience, it's something totally different that I didn't really think about going into it. I, I, I had a different mindset. I had a different feeling. Uh, yeah, am I going to hunt with it again? Absolutely. That's just part of it. I mean, I think... It's getting on there, riding that bicycle until you want to try something else different. If you want to go hunt with a spear, then go hunt with a spear. Just try to make the best shot you can with your spear and be ethical about it. So that's my point. As I sit here and I see this article, that's it's why we shouldn't shame crossboat hunters. And it's, it's on wide open spaces if anybody wants to jump on there and read that. And, and I'm not plugging them. It's just a, a, I saw this article and I thought it was kind of, kind of interesting but uh i I hear a lot of bad 
PR, if you will, about crossbows because of people taking shots too far. They don't practice. They, they do just things like that. And But that's with any weapon. I mean, it. this is just a different kind of tool, a hammer, a screwdriver, a, a, a forklift. I mean, all these things, they're tools. They're things you use to make something else better, make something else happen, put something together, whatever your case may be. But these are all tools for harvesting animals. If you use the term harvest, kill, yeah, that's what we're doing. We're killing them. We're putting them in the freezer. And states are slowly everywhere is legalizing crossbows. And, you know, they've had restrictions where you have to have doctor's permit to get a crossbow or, or to hunt with one or you know, you can use them during firearm season only or, or whatever. But in the big scheme of things, if it allows us to branch out to gain more hunters in this industry, to bring new audience, to make something else cool for us to use, to draw people into this sport, then we owe it to ourselves to do so within reason, of course, you know. Don't do some things that's going to put a negative light. In this case, do I think crossbows put a negative light? Absolutely not. I think they're another tool to allow people to hunt during a bow season to get people older, younger, females, whatever the case is, into this sport. And you never know. The kid that picks up a crossbow and uses it, shoots a big deer, he might say, Dad, you know what? Or Grandpa or Uncle whoever, Mom, uh, I want to bow hunt next or, or whatever. It may evolve them as a hunter. And, you know, even if you start with a crossbow, it's still archery equipment. You're still using broadheads and arrows or bolts, if you will. Um, it's it, The principles of it are the same thing. You still have to have a deer. You still have to have them come in bow range, if you will, or in this case, crossbow range, and make the shot. You still have to do all that to get that deer to that point to make that shot. And whether that's with a bow, a gun, a rifle, whatever, you've still got to execute your plan. You've got to build that plan. you got to do your homework or just get extremely lucky like we all do from time to time and have fun out there. That's what it's all about. Boils down to it. If hunting with a crossbow is the only way you ever hunt in your life and you're out there having fun, filling tags, putting meat in your freezer, who can tell you otherwise? That's my point. With any weapon, but especially since I was fortunate enough to shoot this nice butt with a crossbow, got to experience that, learn from it, and make me a better hunter, even though I've been hunting since I was nine years old. This is another learning experience for me caused by hunting with a different type of weapon in a different type setting and learning from it. Now, I know more than I did. I got very lucky. But at the end of the day, it's making me a better hunter because of this experience. So hopefully you guys learned something from that. Think about what I said. If not, whatever. I'm still going to come back next time to this podcast. Maybe Kel will be with me and we'll talk about something else you can learn from or not. Or be entertained or throw your phone or cuss me out or say this guy's a wacko. I don't care. I mean, I do care because I like y'all. But anyway, long story short. Enjoy the outdoors. Hope y'all are having a good season. Hope you've been able to fill some tags. We've been lucky. Had some tags filled. Uh, hopefully we got a few more to go before the season's over. And, um, you know, make good episodes for TV. Throw some stuff on social for you guys to look at. But definitely check us out at BackwoodsLife.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube. 
LinkedIn, whatever. You, you Google Backwoods Life, you will find us. So uh, we appreciate everybody listening. Um, hopefully we'll get another episode knocked out before Christmas. But if not, y'all have a happy holiday season, a Merry Christmas. Hope Thanksgiving didn't put too much on the waistline. I know Christmas will. But look for us coming out uh, next year. Uh, should be back on Sportsman Channel. We're, we're on right now through the end of this year, through the end of December. Check us out on Tuesday nights at 10.30 p.m. in the Realtree block of shows brought to you by Hawk Optics. And um, we got some good stuff coming forward. I can't wait to uh, roll out some new content that we're working on. Also, uh, bring you some live updates from turkey season. We'll get some updates from new stuff from the Archery Trade Association show and the SHOT Show out in Vegas from all of our partners and much more. So anyway, thank you all for hopping on here, wasting 20 minutes of your life listening to me ramble on about stuff in the outdoors. Appreciate each and every one of y'all. Drop us a line. Go to backwardslife.com. Send us some feedback. Whatever you want to do. We're always listening. Thank you all.